Well, hi, I'm Chris Kefalos, and uh, I've been here since the beginning with Mike. I'm good friends with Mike, and, you know, we're just thrilled to be at Clearwater serving as a family and meeting new people. And, uh, you know, I get the pleasure of uh, uh, celebrating what God has done over the last year. I did this this time last year for the first year anniversary, and here we are, second year anniversary already. And, boy, God has... You guys can go have and have a seat. Why don't we give them a hand? <laughs> All right. So second year anniversary. Let's see what the Lord has done here. I thought I would uh, take a chance to uh, remind us of what our uh, vision and mission is at Clearwater Church. So... Right out of the Bible, right? Our vision is love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love our neighbors as ourselves. And our mission is to go into all the world and make disciples, teaching them to obey all that Christ has commanded. You know, I I came across a verse that uh, was, go ahead, was special to me uh, for this season of Clearwater Church. And, you know, in 1 Corinthians 15, Basically, uh, the author lays out, you know, that the resurrection is important, that without the resurrection, Christians are to be most pitied. And uh, famous, or, you know, verses that you know about death not having sting and things like that as a result of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And at uh, at the end of the passage there, Paul says, Therefore, beloved, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the Lord's work, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. So let's see how uh, Clearwater has been steadfast and immovable so far. You know, we, we spike these bullet points all the time around here, and so we want you guys to, you know, commit them to memory and know what your church is based on. And when we were uh, praying about Clearwater Church, discussing Clearwater Church, you know, in May of 2013, these are some of the bullet points that the Lord placed on our heart that we would be steadfast and immovable in. We want to win people to Christ, right? We want to advance God's kingdom. We want to see the kingdom grow. Uh, we want to teach the Bible. You know, the culture doesn't necessarily believe the Bible. And so we think it's important that Christians have a biblical worldview, And uh, we also want to tell God's whole story. Uh, Mike's not going to shy away from tough passages. Uh, We'll dive into those and learn together. Uh, We want to have compelling worship services. We want you to be comfortable uh, to invite your lost friends, neighbors, coworkers, family members to Clearwater Church, where they can come and have sanctuary, where they can come and enjoy the Lord, where they can come and hear a, a biblically-based message. Uh, Journey groups. Journey groups are a foundational thing at Clearwater Church. We believe that uh, life is done best in community. We don't want to see people isolated, right? That's where the devil gets us, is when we're by ourselves. And so we can use each other for protection. We want to walk towards need. You know, we believe that we need to demonstrate God's heart in order to give us a a right to speak about the gospel to people. And so we've done a great job uh, at Clearwater Church walking towards need in the last year, and I'll show you that here in a few seconds. I think you'll be encouraged. And then church planting and multi-site. 
Obviously, you can't do everything in the first two years, but we have a vision for the future that Clearwater will continue to grow and uh, that we will plant other churches. And some of you will help plant those churches. Some of you may be the pastor or elders of those churches. And so that's an exciting thing to come. So steadfast and immovable. So the next thing, let's see uh, how we've abounded in the Lord's work here. So picture on the left there, prayer. We have prayer before every service. Uh, and, uh, you know, we think everything that we do here at Clearwater Church needs to be bathed in prayer uh, and birthed in prayer. Uh, at the end of the day, salvation belongs to God. It's his work, so we put that in his hands, and we're diligent to do what we can to help uh, move people towards their walk with Christ. And we pray that God will take the seeds that we plant and help them grow and that there will be a bountiful harvest. You know, biblically-based teaching. Uh, the people up here talked about Mike's preaching. Uh, I'm super proud of him for... Uh, uh, preaching God's word boldly and uh, proclaiming it clearly so that people understand what the gospel is. Let's see, what, how else have we abounded in the Lord's work? Well, our compelling worship services. Uh, thanks to your generosity, we're able to uh, hire Jason. Brings a great creative element to our services, as you can see with our new setup. And uh, you know, we're thrilled to have him on board, uh, partnering with Sabrina and Mike. Claire's here, little Quinn's here, and uh, hey, welcome to Alaska. Great job already. You know, the memory verse challenge. Uh, we Obviously, we think that uh, people knowing the Bible is important. And what better way to know the Bible than to commit it to memory so that you can use it in times of need. And so you can see all of these signs up here are memory verse challenges for the last year. Many of you have participated in that and won great prizes. And uh, I really hope that next year uh, more of you will participate in the memory verse challenge. So let's continue abounding in the Lord's work here. You know, uh, is one thing that I like about Clearwater Church is our demographics. Uh, it's changed over time. And we have young people and we have older people. And, uh, you know, our worship services are designed to help uh, families, young families, uh, grow their children in the admonition of the Lord, uh, help to, designed to help singles move forward in their walk with Christ. And then we, we have, you know, Carla here giving her testimony about uh, God's faithfulness in her raising her four boys over 50 years of following Jesus. So that's great stuff. Let's see what, how else, abounding in the Lord's work. Journey groups, like I mentioned, we don't want people to be isolated. You know, and uh, thanks to Robin, uh, primarily her leadership, Robin Strolka, uh, journey groups have grown. Many of you have participated. How many of you have participated in a journey group? Yeah, at a church that's this size, that's a big percentage of people, and we'd like to see that percentage grow. We don't you, want you to be isolated. You know, we have... A journey group directory. Uh, it's in the back by the journey group sign. Uh, you guys will be able to sign up for journey groups. And we have 11 uh, already for this fall. And so, you know, when you get in those journey groups, here, here's what I would suggest. Get past the discomfort of going to somebody else's new house and meeting new people. It's certainly worth the effort. Ann and I's walk uh, with Christ has grown uh, the most through small small groups. And 
Uh, can I have the leaders of Journey Group stand so that we can thank you for your service? You know, it's a big deal to do that at your house every week. So thank you. We genuinely appreciate what you're doing. All right. How else are we abounding in the Lord's work? Well, you know, we want people to give their lives away. And then you can do that uh, inside the church and you can do that outside the church. Uh, we have a setup and tear down crew uh, each week and uh, scores of you get involved and uh, help the body of Christ enjoy the church service. Uh, we also do things uh, outside the church on a regular basis. So there's Sabrina and little Aubrey at, the, at a back-to-school function for Windler Middle School here. You know, we want to bless our host, uh, our host school here, so we spend a lot of time at Windler. The cookie canvassing there in the center. Uh, last Thanksgiving, <clears throat> to, in order to invite people to Christmas Eve, uh, a lot of people made uh, a lot of cookies. And then 30 or 40 of you guys went out into the surrounding neighborhoods and gave a personal invite to, to the houses and uh, gave them uh, lots of cookies. And then there on the, uh, I guess it would be your right, uh, you know, we blessed um, University Baptist Church with, uh, with a new boiler this year. And uh, that was a real blessing to them. Let's keep going. Park ministry. Uh, you guys might not have known it, but this last summer we had um, several of you involved. We hired an intern over a two-month period at Chester Creek Park, and kids from around the city came to Chester Creek Park, and we partnered with who'd we? GraceWorks. Thanks, Mike. And uh, there was a Bible study each night, evangelistic event. And uh, we were excited about that. Syrian relief in the middle. Many of you participated, and we gave uh, money to Voice of the Martyrs. Uh, they sent us bags. You guys went out and filled them with supplies for war-torn uh, war Syria and the Christians who are being persecuted there. We filled uh, many bags, shipped them over to uh, Syrian Christians, and they distributed them to people on the ground there in Syria, both uh, Christians and non-Christians alike. And then, you know, many of you participated recently in the Windler Back to School Party. What a great success that was. You know, uh, sometimes I think it's more about us than it is about the people who come, but we just had a blast grilling burgers and hot dogs for probably six to 700 people and uh, uh, giving our lives away together, uh, making their back to school party uh, probably the best one that they've ever had from the feedback that we <laughs> received. So thank you very much. Abounding in the Lord's work, our first ever mission trip uh, to Norvik, Alaska, to teach uh, Inupak Eskimo uh, kids the Bible. And uh, my kids went. It was a great trip. Greg Balco led it with his wife, Melody, and uh, you know, we, it bore fruit. Look at that picture up there in Norvik, Alaska. For you guys don't, who don't know where it is, it's uh, east of Kotzebue on the Kobuk River, which is a very beautiful place in Alaska. They were thrilled to have us and have already invited us back. So we're looking forward to our second ever min, <laughs> missions trip next year. Okay, so doing that stuff takes resources, and uh, I don't want to spend a lot of time here. We don't talk about giving a ton at Clearwater Church. Giving is an act of worship. You guys have been extremely generous, 
and uh, we're grateful. Uh, you can give uh, in the offering box in the back. You can give online. And uh, this shows, uh, since our church inceptions, uh, I'm a finance guy. I like graphs like this because they're easy to read, and it's good that the blue line is above the red line. That's what you need to know, okay, because that means that we are in the black. And so we're super grateful for God's provision. You know, our weekly uh, giving is at roughly $6,200. It's a 31% increase year over year. And uh, we're looking for that to continue to grow so that we can plow it right back into God's kingdom. And we were able to put nearly $25,000 away for the future uh, regarding our vision for uh, campuses and church plants. And we'll, we put that in the budget again this year so that we can keep funding that so when the time is right, we're not scrambling for dollars in order to uh, keep up with what the Lord's doing. So thank you for your generosity. Um, since the beginning of our weekly services, we have uh, committed to tithe 10% of our corporate dollars to uh, organizations here locally and globally that... Uh, are gospel-centered, and uh, here is a list of 10 organizations that we probably gave an average of $2,000 to in the past year, and uh, many of you have seen the thank you notes, the videos, etc. that, uh, you know, when we invest in people and missionaries around the world, they are, uh, they're genuinely grateful for the gifts, and uh, we think that there's real tangible benefit to that, and it's an encouragement to our heart to see how the Lord multiplies his resources uh, worldwide. So, great stuff. So, our labor is not in vain, right? That's what the, uh, how the verse ends there. Uh, we're not doing this for no reason. We're doing it so that people, uh, you know, come to know Jesus Christ. There's a, a method to our madness. And, uh, you know, our labor's not in vain. Windler Middle School super grateful for Clearwater Church. And I think uh, in today's age, that's a very special relationship to have with a, with a public school and uh, the teachers, the administration. They're very glad to have Clearwater as a part of their facility. They know that you guys are a blessing. They know that we're praying for people. And, uh, you know, our, our labor's not in vain. There's results. Uh, Kayla, uh, who's here today. I talked to her, told her I was going to mention her name. Uh, she was baptized this year at Clearwater Church. Her, her testimony, super encouraging, from darkness to light, right? Uh, Brandon, Ann and I had the pleasure of uh, um, doing premarital counseling with a young couple who attends Clearwater Church, and this guy, this guy was genuinely on fire for the Lord. Big Irish dude, cop, you know, a state champion wrestler. I, I would not want to mess with him. And uh, just watching his eyes well up with tears as he's talking about uh, what Jesus has done in his life, I thought to myself, man, that marriage is getting off on the right foot. Praise the Lord, right? And so I asked him, you know, hey, what was the deal? Why, when did you become a Christian? And he said, well, I became a Christian when I came to Clearwater Church. And so, you know, we don't always hear those testimonies, but they're happening. Uh, by the dozens, actually. You know, Mike and Sabrina's dil diligence, uh, not in vain. Uh, you know, Mike's a, my, uh, my best buddy, and super proud of you, Mike. Well done. I don't want to cry, so 
I'm going to keep going. Sabrina, uh, Sabrina, you're a champ. Uh, yeah, the joke is, you know, Mike gets paid to be good. Sabrina's good for nothing. Ah, uh, just kidding. Okay. <laughs> no, but they are, you, you guys, I have got to hang out with Mike and Sabrina for probably 12 years. And uh, Mike uh, and Sabrina, they walk the talk. I get to see them in private moments, and they're not different in private than they are in public. And uh, come on up. We have a gift for you guys that the church went together to get. And uh, it's might go ahead and unwrap the gift, and let's see what it might be. Ah, it's a little Traeger smoker for those of you who can't see. And so... A couple of things about this, Michael, is uh, one, you know, some of it was a result of uh, your sister-in-law not wanting you to come over to their house all the time to use theirs. <laughs> and secondly, uh, secondly, uh, my kids put it together without my supervision, so you might want to check everything lest you burn down your deck. Okay? So, hey, let's give Mike and Sabrina a round of applause. Thank you guys for your faithfulness and diligence. It's tremendous. Yeah, so our labor's not in vain. Isn't it great to look back and see how faithful the Lord has been uh, at Clearwater Church? Our church is growing. We expect, uh, we expect it to continue to grow. We're genuinely excited about what God has done in the past year, and we're looking forward with great anticipation uh, to the years to come. So... Praise the Lord. You know, Richard Foley's going to come up. He's going to pray for us. Wow, Clearwater, look at you. Look around. Look at each other. Look at this band. Look at this setup. Uh, it's been a great journey for two years. We have so much to be thankful for. And I know that all of you have hearts that are full of thanks. And I want to lead us in a prayer of thanksgiving. Please bow your heads. Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit. We give thanks for the many blessings you've bestowed upon us. First and foremost, we give thanks for the means of salvation you've provided to us through your Son, Jesus Christ. You loved us when we were unlovable, but you called us to yourselves, to yourself through your Son, and now you call us your people, the chosen, the ones who you are providing a place for in heaven. We give thanks for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. We give thanks that we have a Lord that we can bow our knee to. Many people can't bow their knee, but we can, and we give thanks in the fact that we can submit to someone so wonderful as you. Lord, we give thanks for Clearwater Church and her many people that do so many things. We give thanks for the testimonies. We give thanks for the music. We give thanks for the setup and teardown. We give thanks for Mike, Sabrina, Jason, Claire, who lead us, who are faithful to you. We give thanks for the blessings that you poured out on us because of the faithfulness and commitment uh, to you of our leadership. Lord, we come before you, we open our hearts, we give thanks, we raise our hands to you, and we pray that you continue to bless us as we give thanks for one another and for the leadership of this church. We pray all of this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, in light of the fact that you got me a Traeger, which was a total surprise, I'm a little bit less uh, 
enthusiastic about telling you about your gift today. <laughs> One of these little water bottles. But we got lots of these super guys. They're pretty cool, actually, if you don't compare them to anything. Uh, Clearwater Church water bottles gives you a chance to write your name right there. I'm drinking out of Aubrey's. Thank you, Aubrey. Pretty cool. So uh, we have a very niche market with uh, our promotionals, and they have to do with water. I wonder why, but they're pretty cool there. So my name is Mike. Chris uh, had the privilege of looking back and helping us celebrate God's faithfulness. That's what today is about. This anniversary party is a uh, celebration of God's faithfulness. This is the church of Jesus Christ. He is the head of his church. May we not forget it for a moment. Today, uh, we celebrate him. He is building his church. We are his servants. And I thank the Lord... uh, Honestly and often, for the privilege of, of a, having a share in it. I mean, this is the most significant thing that is happening on planet Earth, is the gospel of Jesus going forth, people's lives being changed, eternal destinies being altered, people being freed from the kingdom of darkness and placed into the free, uh, kingdom of light, uh, going from being an enemy of God to a friend of God, from slave to sin to freedom in Christ. I mean, it's the, it is the most, it's the coolest thing happening on planet earth. And God says, you know what? I'm going to let you partake in that. I'm going to let you participate. And it is a joy. And the more we enter in and part and uh, participate, uh, more we jump on board with uh, God's kingdom team, uh, the more joy we have in our hearts. And I testify to that for sure. Sabrina and I both do. Now, Hunt, I I've come up with an explanation for why that's our present, not just my present. Because the more I cook on that, the less you. Yeah, exactly. So it's clearly our present. Yeah, even though Chris kind of knew my desires quite well. So I get the privilege today. I get to talk about, I get to look forward and say, here's what we think the God is calling us to do as a church this next year. So I get privileged. But before I do, uh, I want to start with an illustration given by Jim Collins in his book, Good to Great. And I need a couple of tall people. You look tall. And you're certainly, a lot of people are taller than I am. But Chip, come on up here. This is the principle of the flywheel. If you'll grab that. I'm going to slip the flywheel on here. Okay, you each get one side there. Thank you. Oh, that way I'm free. Okay. I'll let you hang there for a while. So Jim Collins in his book, Good to Great, talks about a flywheel, the principle of a flywheel. And this is a flywheel from an old, an old engine. And one of the things Collins talks about is t- uh, to get the flywheel going, it usually takes quite a bit of energy because, you know, it's, it's got some uh, inertia and you gotta get you got to start moving it. you got to push it, push it, push it, push it. But eventually what happens? It's got momentum, and, and it's got an energy. It, it actually stores up the energy of what's being pushed, and, it, and then it makes use of it there. Well done. Keep staying there. You're not, you're not done yet. So you're going to be strong by the time it's over. So this principle, you know, two years ago, you guys are messing each other up here. Hold your arm. I should have gotten people of equal, equal size here. So two years ago, there were just a few of us who had to, do a whole lot of work to get the vision uh, a reality. 
But here we are two years into this thing, and, and it's just spinning on its own. And that is because more people have claimed Clearwater Church as their church, have owned it, owned the vision and the mission with us. Uh, I, I think about, um, well, this room, spinning this room. This was not my idea. In fact, I couldn't quite see it, but I trusted uh, God's gifting in other people. And look, isn't this awesome? Uh, Brian, Jason, this was their idea. Came in here, spent lots of many hours yesterday making it happen. I think about the mission trip to Norvik. Uh, Greg Balco came to me this summer. I want to lead a, a mission trip to Norvik, Alaska. Excellent. Uh, the back to school party, that was such a big success. That was Kyle and Hannah Hooper who said, let's do a back to school party. I said, when you say let's, what are you really talking about? And they're like, we'll do it. I'm okay. Let's do it. It was a big success. And so there is, I mean, I just love the fact that there is more and more stuff just happening that is not, it's not my energies, it's God's people at work. And, and we're just going to be able to do more and more. Now, there's another principle of the flywheel, and that's the principle, uh, the importance of continuing to push in the same direction. If you're jerking it around, you know, if you're going the other direction, you mess it up. But if you just... If everybody keeps pushing in the same direction, eventually, whew, it starts really going. All right, I'm going to let you guys put that down. Thank you so much. Give them a round of applause. Well done. Strong, guys. Actually, do a couple curls. And so you want to keep pushing in the same direction, and then that, uh, the energy just feeds on itself. That's another principle. So when I roll out our vision and or I should say our plan a ministry plan for next year it's more of the same you're not there's nothing really new uh, it's more of the same because we believe that God has given us um, some good tracks to run on and that is if we just keep doing what we're doing look he's blessing right so Chris has already uh, reminded us of the vision and the mission of the church which I believe Christ gave us a couple thousand years ago when he said uh, the first commandment, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is like unto it, love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on this. So I, Jesus has given us the vision for the Christian life, for every life. And I think he, that's a vision not for us individually, but also for us corporately. So our, our goal is to keep moving toward a place where we love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and we love our neighbor as ourselves. And we know we won't do that perfectly until Christ returns and we're in the eschaton, but we can move that direction. So that's our vision. Mission, the mission, Jesus gave, the, gave us the mission as well. He said, right before he ascended back into heaven, he said, go in all the world, make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teach them to obey, obey all that I have commanded you. So uh, make disciples, teach them to obey evangelism, discipleship, that is the mission of the church. That's why we exist. That's, uh, that is our, our mission. Chris also mentioned uh, two years ago, we sat down and we said, all right, if God allows this vision to become a reality, uh, what are we hoping that Clearwater Church, what kind of reputation are we hoping that we'll have in our city? And so we went through some of these. We want to we we be known for winning many people to Christ, Bible teaching that answers skeptics' questions, tells God's whole story, 
we want to be known for worship services that inspire people to bring their unchurched friends. We want to be known for a large percentage of people benefiting from a journey group. We want to be known for walking toward need in our city. We want to be known for planting churches and being multi-site. And I've got to say, uh, I think that um, we are this, we're starting to get a reputation for some of these things. And hopefully, as time goes on, uh, this will be what we're known for. That still inspires us. We're still excited about that. It's nothing, no change there. Uh, I tell you this periodically, we have a vision for your life. Yeah, and uh, each one of you. We, our vision for you is, number one, we want you to be cultivating a relationship with God. All relationships can uh, go deeper. All relationships can be sweeter. All relationships can uh, be more fulfilling. And same with our relationship with God. God has chosen, to, he is a personal God and he can be known. He can be enjoyed. He can be trusted. And he calls us into that relationship. And it, it, we never plumb the depths of God. So our relationship can keep growing. Number two, we want you to share your faith in Jesus. We, one of our goals, we want to inspire you to be out there sharing your faith. We want to equip you to share your faith. Number three, we only have four desires for your life, so it's not that hard. Number three, we want you to be a Christian friend and experience Christian friendship. And the primary place we uh, pursue that here at Clearwater Church is journey groups. And so uh, let me just mention again, our latest journey group directory is now uh, out and there's a huge sign you can't miss it back there journey groups in fact at the end of the service robin stralk is going to be there with signups for those of you who would rather have somebody call you rather than you call them so that's for today only take advantage finally uh, we want you to find a way to invest in god's kingdom we like to set goals uh and we don't i've let me just say again these goals did not fall out of heaven I don't think God is going to be upset with us if we don't uh, hit these goals. But they are something that we can uh, aspire to. They're, they're stretch goals. Basically, it's us sitting around saying, Chris and Sabrina and I sit around and say, um, it, it, Jason, what? wouldn't it be awesome if, right? Wouldn't it be awesome if this year we baptized 20 people? Now, that's a stretch goal. But I don't want to back away from that out of a fear that maybe it won't happen. So we just say, come on, wouldn't it be awesome if we baptized 20 people? Wouldn't it be awesome if 70% of the, uh, of the adults in our church were participating in a journey group? Wouldn't it be awesome if we, uh, here we are, we're about 150 people now. Wouldn't it be awesome if we grew to 250 this next year? And wouldn't it be awesome if, if we had weekly giving of 8,000? We could probably hire somebody else. We could give more money away. We could do more ministry. And so we sit down and we pencil out these wouldn't it be awesome goals, which then influences uh, our ministry plan. Because if you have goals, you have to then say, well, what, are, what, what is it that we're in charge of? What can we do to drive toward those goals? What's sort of in our uh, sphere of, of control? And so that here's our ministry plan for this year. And it is more of the same. And it's more of the same because more of you have stepped up and said, I, I own the vision and the mission of the church with you. This is something we're doing together. And frankly, last year, we did quite a bit more than we had committed to. And that was because um, 
people surprised us and stepped up and said, I'll lead something, and all of a sudden, we could do more. So I'm anticipating this as sort of the baseline. So what we'll do, September 2015 to August 2016, we, that's the church's ministry calendar. We basically do a kind of a school calendar. Number one, weekly worship service with kids program through sixth grade. So the addition there is we're adding a fifth and sixth grade Sunday school. Up till now, we've just had kids program through fourth grade. Uh, give us a little time to implement that because we don't yet have all our teachers recruited. In fact, if, the, if God tugs on your heart and you would like to be part of a fifth and sixth grade Sunday school class, um, please come let us know. Don't blow past that. You know, that's every single week. <laughs> Worship, sermon, greeting, ushering, children's ministry. Uh, it, it's a big deal, a lot, of, a lot of work, and the Lord blesses it. As my brother Scott reminds me, Sunday is never more than six days away. <laughs> How true. Journey groups for teenagers and adults. Quarterly evangelistic event. We've got, a, uh, we've got a constantly, um, the danger, what people say is the danger is the more you grow, uh, the easier it is for all your resources to turn inward. And so you have to commit yourself to being out, going out, going out. Quarterly evangelistic event, we're going to continue to walk toward need at Wendler Middle School. This was uh, something the Lord laid on our heart last year, and we stepped toward it, and the Lord blessed it tremendously. Two all-church prayer meetings. Not the only time we pray, right? Uh, we pray here every week. We pray individually uh, for the church. There's lots of prayer going on, but uh, two at minimum of two times next week, we're going to gather together for the, the sole purpose of praying. And at least one mission trip. I'm assuming it'll be to Norvik, uh, but there might, there might be others as people raise their hands. Implement an elder team. This is the, uh, this is the primary structural advance we're going to make next year. And I, had, I told you guys from the get-go, it'll be in year three that we establish our formal governance. And so that's going to happen this year, and that's a, that's a big deal. Uh, and so please be in prayer about that, because uh, those, the men who, um, the elder team, will ultimately be in charge of... Um, preserving the church as it moves forward. And then give 10% of our income away. We used to have that as a goal, but we realized, well, that's actually something we can control. So that's part of our plan. And we've done that, as Chris said, we have done that from the beginning. We practice corporately what we uh, preach privately, tithing. And let me tell you, I, I, Chris says we're the richest small church in America. He's kind of joking, but... I think God has, is blessing this. Um, when we started, there was no, we had no guarantees at all. There was, uh, Sabrina and I rented our house out. We lived with brothers and mom and dad. And for 10 months, we were, you know, we went through, I forget how many houses, my kids would tell you, I think it's six, six different homes. And there was no guarantee that, you know, I would have a full salary, for example. But we said from the get-go, we're going to trust God with the finances, and we're going to give 10% of what comes in is going out to other ministries. And we're going to trust the Lord. And this was a, a, a faith decision. And it always is. Well, it's always a faith decision. And 
I have received a full salary from one month after the church started. And, and we've got, here we are, two years into this, we've got another full-time pastor on staff. We've been, as Chris mentioned, saving money for uh, future church plants and uh, campuses. Uh, and we are, uh, we have, we're doing very well financially. In fact, uh, one of the things Chris says is, hey, we, w- we will not let our wealth testify against us. We can't be stocking, socking money away unless it's per, you know, for a ministry purpose. We have to be uh, faithful stewards with what God's given. All that to say, I am convinced that that is God saying, you know what, you cannot outgive me. Now, when you trust me financially with, or in any other area of your life, watch what I can do, right? And he kind of talks about that a little bit in the Bible. And so we shouldn't be surprised. Uh, he's uh, executing. So thank you. I, I just, um, I am so appreciative for you. So appreciative for this opportunity the Lord has given uh, us to, to lead Clearwater Church. And it is our church. It's not my church. It is our church. Uh, well, actually, it's Christ's church. And we are his servants. And I feel that more today than I ever have before. And so, so thank you so much. I want to invite Susan up. Susan is going to pray a prayer of uh, dedication uh, for us regarding this next ministry year. Oh, awesome. You are above all. You are the one that we love with our hearts and souls because you first loved us, Lord. You have loved us from eternity past. You are worthy of our worship and dedication. We thank you for your provision of this worship family and dedicate your Clearwater Church back to you. We seek to love you with all of our hearts, souls, minds, and strength, and to love our neighbors as ourselves. You are the one for whom we are here, but this church is yours. You are our Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You have given us the power and the privilege of speaking your name in this community. Lord, your church is a people and not a place, so it's very appropriate that we have a place here on Sundays and we have the privilege of being your community in this town. Lord, we dedicate ourselves to you knowing that we come together like a pool of clear water on Sundays. And we dedicate ourselves to flowing forth from here in your name in the coming year. We dedicate ourselves to cultivating friendship with you, to sharing our faith, to being Christian friends, and to investing ourselves in your mission as you give it to us. We lift all this up. In the mightiest name we know, that of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.